Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 414 Deli uh, on this nice fall Sunday morning. Uh, it's your boy, Cisco. I'm here with Ryan. Ryan, say uh, it would be good afternoon for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 1225. Good afternoon for you, wouldn't it? That's what you wanted me to say? <laughs> no, I just wanted you to say good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. But uh, well, thanks uh, for joining us, everybody. I hope uh, everybody's had a good week so far. Um, today, we're going to just uh, have some quick conversations. Um, we're going to talk about fantasy football. Um, and just the heads, I actually participate in fantasy football. Ryan does not. So we're going to have, um, you know, two different perspectives on that and, and uh, talk about that a little bit. And then we want to talk a little bit about um, just like the delivery of uh, sports inf- related information, um, more specifically how like channels like ESPN have changed over the years and how they um, deliver you know the sports related things to the viewers um, now as they you know as opposed to how they did maybe say twenty years ago. But uh, we're gonna so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, Ryan, do you, do you want to tell the audience why you don't participate in fantasy football? Yeah, I mean, so, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe 10, I'd say 10 years ago, maybe longer, um, I stopped doing fantasy football. And it was because I got into a pay-to-play league with the, with friends. I think it was like a 10-man team or 8-man. And you had to pay weekly and I don't remember what it was, but it was shit. This has got to be longer than 10 years ago, but hey, it, it, I didn't have money to be paying like 20 bucks a week. Right. And then yeah. there was like some kind of cool things that I liked, but it was like 20 bucks a week for 16 weeks. Well, technically 17. And um, it just got like expensive. And I think I took, last place or close to last place or something because it was the year before Aaron Rodgers. So this is like 2007, the year, the last year Favre was in town, which he had a really bad year. And I love the Packers so much that it's hard for me to have any type of like realization that we may not be good. So my team literally (laughs) from top to bottom, you know, quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, everything from top to bottom was Green Bay Packers because my mindset going into it is like, man, I can't, I can't pick someone in the division. So I couldn't pick a Vikings, Bears, or Lions player. I couldn't pick somebody that the Packers were playing that year because I would have benched him. So it was a waste of a pick to me. I couldn't pick somebody that, had a really good team because we potentially might have played them in the Super Bowl, so I couldn't root for that guy. So it, there was all these like weird rules I had for myself, and I ended up picking like twelve Packer players. And then like <laughs> for the bye week for that week, I was like, ah, fuck it, I just won't pay my twenty bucks. And then I got like in trouble, so I had to pay my twenty bucks, but I didn't even have a team because literally yeah. my entire roster was Green Bay Packer players. So about halfway through that season, one, the Packers were not playing well. So I was like depressed about that. My fantasy team obviously is getting smoked every week because the Packers aren't playing well, which means Ryan's fantasy team's not playing well. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, why, 
you know, I'm holding myself back fantasy wise. Cause I don't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, so I just decided like I, the, the actual game. And when people ask me, this is, this is a very long winded que- uh, answer for your question, but I wanted to give the listeners a little background. So when people ask me like, Hey man, why don't you play fantasy? My response is because the actual game means too much, you know? Yeah. So like this week we're playing the 49ers. They obviously have a good running game. They obviously have a really good defense. Um, our defense isn't very good. Devo Samuels has had like a very good first two games. He's, I think he's second in 49er in the history of the 49ers organization in yards through the first two games behind one of Jerry Rice's years. So like theoretically this week, Debo Samuel would be a great person to play, right? But I, I couldn't. I, I mean, I it, it depends. It depends how you look at it. I think for me, like my problem. Okay, so I love but fantasy it, let me, football. Yeah, let me let me just finish. I just yeah. had, I'll finish that thought. There's like ten seconds left. It's like I couldn't start Debo Samuel's if somebody paid me to do it, right? Because I couldn't watch the game and be like, oh, Debo Samuel's just scored a touchdown. I'm happy because of fantasy, but I'm fucking so upset because (laughs) he scored in real life. So like I could never, and this is to wrap up my, uh, my dis, I don't dislike fantasy football. So I don't want people to think that I could never separate like my fantasy team from reality. Right. Like those two, those were too intertwined to me. So, but I pay attention to it. I, but, and then you were going to make a point. Well, it, well, now I'll make two points because you know how you, it's not that you don't like it. It's just that it really kind of like conflicts with the way you, the way you watch the game. But I've come to you for questions like last year. I remember asking you, you know, things here and there. So like it's you definitely don't dislike it. It's just that it's hard for you to enjoy it. Um, yeah, if it's not my team, like when people ask me my advice on fantasy, like you or people at work or something like that, I can give an unbiased answer because I have no, like, uh, like there's no, I have no stake in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's yeah. not because it, it, it's like a, a more personal feeling for you if that guy is on your team. Yeah, and I don't even do like for fun anymore because again, like nothing I do. I'm a I'm a super competitive guy, so like if I'm in a fun league with friends, I want to win, you know. But oh, but hundred percent, dude. No, if anybody plays fantasy for fun, they're fucking lying. You want to win? That's the point of playing. Yeah, I I just I, I do appreciate people that play fantasy. What what pisses me off is the people that put fantasy over reality. And I'm not saying, like, in general, I'm talking strictly fantasy football. And if you want to be, like, a virtual reality nerd and play video games and be engulfed in that, hey, man, if that's what makes you happy, go for it. But the people that drive me insane is, like, the sun, the Monday or Sunday night, uh, if you're chatting with somebody and they're like, oh, well, yeah, my team got blown up, but my fantasy team won, so it was a good Sunday. And in my head like well then why do you have a team like you're not even a real fan like if you're not if you're (laughs) happy that your t your fantasy team won and not upset that your like actual team that you're a fan of lost then i don't know why you're a fan of them just be a fan of your fantasy team and fucking move on i think it's interesting because i would definitely say i would much and and i actually have like so now that it's it's football season 
all those like Facebook memories are coming up. So it's it that is interesting to me. I know it's a side note, but it's interesting to me to see like wow, just like eight years ago, I was like, should I start this guy or that guy? And neither of those guys are in the league and haven't been in the league for you know what I mean, however many years. So I think that's like a super interesting thing. But I definitely see statuses where I'm like my fantasy team won, but the Packers lost. I'm pissed. Or, you know, the Packers, my fantasy team did shitty, but the Packers won. So, like, I'm super happy about that. So, like, I, I definitely feel like I'm on the other end. Like, I would much rather the Packers win than than my fantasy. But not, like, 100% one way or the other. Like, I still – I want to win because I want to win money. Yeah, I mean, if there's a yeah, financial so – like, there's a financial incentive for most people that play fantasy football. And that's what takes away the whole, like, you know, anytime that somebody's like, ah, you know, and that's why I don't do it. Right. Cause it's like, I can't separate my love for the Packers from like my fantasy team. Right. Yeah. Like, I think I told you last week, I had like $5 in free fan duel money. And I was like, ah, oh, the Packers play Monday night. I can invest in today. Because nobody, like, I don't care. And it was just terrible. <laughs> like, because I still can't get away from, like, oh, Adam Thielen is, like, the or whatever, right? Adam Thielen's yeah, yeah. a great pick. Or Dalvin Cook. I had him on my roster at one point, and I ended up removing him because in my head, I was like, I can't root for Dalvin Cook. And it's not because yeah. I dislike Dalvin Cook. It's because he plays for the fucking Vikings. That's yeah. it. I do not, like, there is no other thing to it. It's like, I want the Vikings to lose. If Dalvin Cook plays well, there's probably a good chance they don't lose. So I can't cheer for him because I want him to lose. Yeah, and it's funny because somebody like me loves a guy that's like you, but that plays fantasy football. Oh, yeah, because it's an easy win. Yeah, in my head I'm thinking, like, this this fucking guy's going to pick, like, MVS – in the second or third round. And that means I'm going to get DeAndre Hopkins or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I love guys like that. Like, okay, perfect. Like you love, or, or uh, I'm in, in one of the leagues I'm in, there's a couple bears fans. So I know those guys are going to pick like the bears players probably earlier than they should, than they should, which means that's an extra like good player. That's still available. That's going to be available for me. Yeah, and, and the, I, I, I love that. I love when those guys play. The um, time, the time I knew it was time to stop was was when I went into a fantasy draft, and in front of me, instead of having players I was interested in, I had the Packers schedule. Right. Okay. So, like, say we we'll use this year for an example. Last week we played uh, the Lions. Yeah, they don't have anyone good. Week one, we played the Saints. Uh, there you go. Uh, Alvin Kamara, right? Yeah. So we go in, uh, say, I'm just going to throw a fucking number out there. Fourth round, Alvin Kamara is still available. Probably not, right? Most leagues, he's probably going within the first four rounds, I assume. First four ten- picks, yeah. Oh, they, so say he's still available in the fourth round, and I have a pick. Alvin Kamara is on the board. I look at who we're playing. We're playing the Saints week one. Guess who is not picking Alvin Kamara? Brian is not picking <laughs> Alvin Kamara, right? So that's what I was doing, and that's when I knew it was time to stop playing fantasy football because I just took out 12 teams 
or you know what I'm saying? Because you play yeah. the division twice. So 13 teams I literally just took out. So that's half the fucking league. Yeah. You're, you're definitely limiting yourself. But, you know, and, and that's funny, though, because like I said, I love guys like that in the league. Like, it, to me, it's like, oh, this is going to be easy. This guy wants to take A.J. Dillon when, you know what I mean, says, I don't know, I don't want to, you know, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is still there or, you know what I mean? At, maybe at, at a time, Melvin Gordon was still there, and but this guy wants AJ Dillon. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, I think that's it's funny to me because I like that. I like those guys in the league, and I have like I have a love hate relationship for fantasy. Like I love it, but I hate it at the same time because it does. I'll 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 admit to this. It a hundred percent ruins my fucking mood. Like watching a game, and so the reasons I love it. One. Um, it gives me like some. I feel like it gives me something to look forward to. Just not even just like, you know, oh wow, I can't wait for this. But like, oh okay, I, I'm gonna do some, you know, because I'm a sports guy. I like to read articles. I like to, you know, do my research. So it's just like another reason to keep, like, to keep on top of those kind of things. So it, it that's why I love it. Um, and then it gives me like a stake in the game for the whole, the whole, you know, Thursday game all the Sunday games and the Monday game, possibly, right? Because I might have a guy on that team or I'm playing against the guy and I need that guy to suck so that my team can win. So then I'm cheering against the guy. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's the main thing, right? Not, not to cut you off, but I think just to piggyback on that thought, it's like most people like fantasy because it keeps them engaged in football for the entire schedule, or the yeah. entire like day. Me, I will tell you straight up in the last couple years, I don't give a fuck about football except the Green Bay Packers. Like, I'll have it on, but I literally just do not really care. Like, I'm trying to see cool plays or, like, I'm so hateful that I don't even want one quarterback to do well throughout the day because I want Aaron Rodgers to be the best quarterback of that week. Like, (laughs) I'm that – like, literally, if every game could end three to nothing – and then the Packers game, you know, everybody plays well. And it's like, oh, the best receiver this week was Devontae Adams. The best running back was Aaron Jones. The best quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. I would not give a fuck. Like, people would be like, oh, that's so lame. And I'm like, yeah, sure, for you, for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's almost yeah. like that bragging rights. Like, oh, our defense played the best this week. Okay. Nobody yeah. else played well. Well, that's your fault, not mine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think – and then, like, so for me, like, if I'm playing against a Packer player – so this is the part that that is that I hate. Like, playing against Packer players, you know, I think that, like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm playing against Aaron Jones, right? Uh, I hope that Devontae Adams gets all the touchdowns because I have Devontae Adams. So, like, it's not like I hope Aaron Jones does bad, but I just want somebody else to do good. Because yeah. I'm playing against them. And, and I, think, I think the time we would have problems is if, like, we were talking and I was like, dude, what a fucking unbelievable play by Aaron Jones. And you would be like, ah, fuck Aaron Jones. Then I'd be like, hey, Cisco, your fantasy is <laughs> getting, getting in the way of reality. Like, No, and I don't think, like, I don't really go that route. I just hope for, like, my player to do good and, and not that player. But I'll never say, like, oh, I hope, you know, we lose so that my fantasy guy can do better like that. I, I never, I feel like I stick to, I'm, I'm, I probably tiptoe that line 
uh, I know that like it would like I wouldn't be able to and I've done this at your dad's house right at your parents house so like I know that your dad is like the same way like you don't talk about your fucking fantasy players if they're going against the Packers so I might have like we play San Francisco I don't have anybody from San Francisco but say I have you know actually I do I have Elijah Mitchell but he's hurt he's not gonna play um but say I say he wasn't hurt right I'm like damn man I hope that he gets a touchdown and 100 yards but I hope the Packers win by 30 you know what I mean like I, I want my individual player to do okay, but I, I don't, you know, I don't want that team to win. I don't want, oh man, I hope my guy has eight touchdowns. Like that means we're, you know, the Packers would lose them. So I, you know what I mean? So I do tiptoe that line, but I know not to, to cheer about my fantasy <laughs> players in front of your dad. That 100%. No, and you know, that's, it's funny you say that. Cause I was actually going to bring that up. Like how my dad lost it on, on, and I won't say his name, but he might've lost it on you before, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, my dad isn't just like against fantasy football. He's like, he's like me in the fact that it's like, dude, I don't give a fuck about your fantasy team. Now, will I talk with you about your fantasy team and we'll bullshit? Yeah. But at the same time, when it gets to a certain (laughs) point, like probably like five minutes, like, Hey Cisco, I don't play fantasy. Like, I don't really give a shit if your dude scored 42 points, like congratulations. But my dad, I didn't know my dad had those thoughts. And, like, we pretty much think the same way on fantasy football, and we never, like, talked about it. You know what I'm saying? So I always found that really interesting. But, yeah, man, it's funny you bring that up because my dad will call me, you know, if someone's at the house and and say someone scores against the Packers and they even make a smile, my dad will fucking lose it. Like, get the fuck out of the room. (laughs) You know, go watch it in a different room. Get the fuck away from me. And it's not like my dad just says that and it's over. He literally is like upset for the rest of the day at that individual. Like, get the well, fuck away from me, you know? Yeah, and it's and it's worse too. Like, if the Packers lose, because then, you know, we're we're talking about the game, and he'll say, "Well, this fucking Yahoo over here, this fantasy guy, that's all he cares about. Get the fuck out of the basement." You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, and you it's... literally do lose an invite to the next game. Like, you, oh you yeah, can't, you and if can't it goes come on... over. It goes on long enough. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, it'll be like, Hey, can, and I'll use you as an example. And he's never said this, but I'll be like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm coming home, you know, for this game. And he'll be like, well, you're not inviting Cisco. I've had him tell me that about people because it's all about their fantasy team. And in the winter household, we don't give a fuck about your fantasy. There is team. no like, other team in the winter household. Other there's than no, the <laughs> there's no other, there's nothing in life, right? Like when the game's on, it's the game and that's it. Like, I don't want to hear about, you know, you, you fucking, I remember, and I don't know if they listen to this and I actually don't even remember who it was. So even if I wanted to throw their name out there, but I think they like, this is back when I was younger, maybe even before the military, but they were like going through relationship problems. And I remember my dad looking at me the morning of the game and he goes, Hey, don't bring him over this week. And I go, what do you, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't want to fucking hear about his girlfriend during the game anymore. <laughs> I just was like, Jesus, Dad. Like, the guy's going through a breakup or whatever he's going through. And all you give it, he's like, I don't give a fuck. It's not my girlfriend. Just don't bring him over. And it's like, you don't bring him over then, right? If Patrick yeah. says this guy's not allowed over, this guy's not allowed over. And who knows? I might have even dreamt that story. But that's just the no, way. I can, I can definitely hear him saying that. 
but it's the way he is, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to hear about this. It's If it's not helping the game out, then get the fuck out of here. Like, I still remember the lucky snowball. Yeah, and it's it, funny because didn't that, I think, I felt like that, like, popped up. I saw it, was it, like, last year, maybe? It popped up on uh, Facebook Memories. Yeah, or the, 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 the basement dwellers, right? Yeah, like, if you those weren't part things, of that crew, you had to sit outside. Yeah, but the basement dwell like he didn't get upset about the basement dwellers, right? Because he was like, "Oh, this is helping," you know, in our fucked up minds of Packer fans, this is helping the team, like the lucky snowball. Like, not once did he be like, "Hey, don't talk about that stupid fucking snowball you just brought in. You just brought a snowball in, and we scored a touchdown. Give me that fucking <laughs> snowball," you know, like. And I, th- I think though that just was like a a thing that like we do because I even so like I never wear. Packers gear on game day I've never have because every time I would wear a Packers shirt like if I came to you know like to your dad's or to your parents house and like if I wore a Packer t-shirt and we lost I'm like well I can't wear this t-shirt because one I'm a little superstitious and two I won't be invited back here because your dad's gonna remember that I had that shirt on the last time and we lost and he's gonna say take that fucking shirt off go home and change and come back or some shit like that you know Probably half joking, maybe a little less than half joking, but uh, majority serious. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think superstitions for for like crazy sports fans are the are like the the funniest, most amazing things, right? Like, I have a superstition that, and it doesn't happen all the time, but it used to be like back when I drank, I would I I couldn't have any alcohol. Didn't matter what it was. I did it did not exist until kickoff like the actual dude kicked the ball and i yeah. would drink my first sip of either a beer or if i was having a mixture or whatever right and yeah. now i still do that but with a non-alcoholic beer now i don't do it every game but the majority of games i still in like the first half i have a you know duels or whatever i have and then for a while when i wasn't drinking like not even the duels or nothing like that i would put in my head it made sense but i would drink a a sip of water or something. And I'm like, <laughs> cause I, I had this weird feel like this weird thought that if I didn't do it, we would lose. And it's like, yeah. that's so, that's so stupid, but fuck it. That's, that's the way our brains work, you know? Yeah. So moral of the story is don't talk about fantasy at club Ross. Ever. Oh yeah. If you, if you happen yeah. to get invited to club Ross and the game's on and you bring don't up fantasy, you might be, you might be watching the game from outside. Yeah. For, I mean, and that's like a hundred, that's, that's like the most legit thing you could say. Like I would put money on that, that that would actually, that would definitely happen. I remember um, I pissed him off once cause I was fucking around and I remember he said something to me like, if you do this during the Packer game, you're not, I'm not, I'm not having it. And like, I'm his fucking biological son, but I was, <laughs> I was messing with Brett when he was all jacked up one night. Who's and, also uh, his biological son. Who's also his biological <laughs> son. But this was a game. This wasn't the Packer game. It was like the noon game or whatever. And Bleacher Report was one play ahead. And I was fucking with Brett because he had started drinking already. And I was like, hey, I bet you five bucks this plays a 10-yard pass to this guy. And it took him like 15 times for him to realize that I was on my phone and I knew the play. And then I remember my dad going something like, I sw- if you do that during the fucking game, I'll I'm, you're not watching with me. And I was like, Jesus, dad, like, why would I do that? You know, I well, just that, remember that. That's funny because now that I live in Green Bay, 
you hear the fireworks from a touchdown before you see the touchdown on the TV. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And that, and like, you know, you know, that Jen and I want to move to Green Bay uh, after I retire or at some point in our lives. And like, I don't know, I feel like that would, I'd have to have the TV up super loud because it's, even when I accidentally pull up Bleacher Report to, to look at like an injury or because I don't know if you know or if people listening know, you know, injury news comes out like 10 minutes before they say shit on the, on the TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like if a player gets injured or if there's a replay, because I, I don't have the patience. Like if there's a fucking replay and it's a big play, I'm on Bleacher Report waiting for the update. Because because <laughs> I just don't have the patience. But, like, if I'm on there and say it was an injury and then I accidentally see, like, Devontae catches 15-yard touchdown, I, I get mad at myself because, it like, watching it live and, like, the anticipation. And, you already know what's going to happen, yeah. I know it's going to happen. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy that it's going to happen. But I'm almost like I ruined that play for myself because, like, when the ball's in the air and you see, like, whatever, Devante come open and it's just like you get that rush of energy, you know? It's not there if you know it's coming. Yeah. And so, yeah, but, I get, and, like, that's – for me, like, for the fantasy part, I, I don't mind it because it makes me, like, less anxious about the play. So I, I definitely feel that, that like – fantasy makes me more anxious to, to like bring it back but for some reason i i don't i don't stop playing i fucking increase the number of leagues i'm in and then i get to a point where i'm like oh, okay i gotta dial it down because then if your teams aren't the same you end up cheering for one guy and then rooting against that guy though you don't want him to do as good because you're playing against him in another league um so what and- i could do and this will be the, the you know if you want to make some final comments on this, but this is all, this is the last thing I got to say. If I were do a fan to do fantasy again, I would only do it under one like stipulation. It would have to be a group of close friends, no money involved. And it's one of those like loser leagues. Like if you're the last place you get like whatever shame or embarrassment that we decide as like a, a, you know, a group of six so, close buddies. Yeah, so kind of like everybody assembles a team and then whoever loses is is the loser of the week. Yeah, I saw a... Well, no, it'd be like a year, uh, like a whole league thing, but I saw like one thing on, on TV or maybe it was on Reddit or whatever I saw. Every year, the guy in last place has to get a tattoo of what the other five people like decide. And it, it can oh, be as small, it can be as small or as big or as, and I think the one that what they started doing was like fantasy loser and then the year. And he had to like literally get it tattooed on him. And I don't know if I want to go that far, but to me, that would Hell be no. like, that would be cool. <laughs> like, but I think that's so cool. Cause it's like you and those five friends, like you're never going to forget that time. Like, and they would all watch the games together and like watch red zone. And with one guy scored and the other, they would like, you know, shit on the other dude. Yeah. Like, to me, if I could find like five close friends that are Packer fans and we decided like either nobody picks any Packer players, like they're off limit so that, you know, nobody can cheer against their four. I think that would be it. That would be the only way I could do it. Like there'd have yeah. to be some interesting, well, interesting well, rules to it. That's the thing. First of all, you have to find five friends. Well, um, I don't have that. Yeah. The, the second thing which is a, an annoying thing about fantasy 
uh, is that finding guys to stick in the league together. Yeah. Like, it's so – it I don't know. It annoys me because you can have a league and then everybody's cool and then, like, you know, one person doesn't want to do it the next time or two people don't get back to you and then you're trying to find replacements. And I like it when you're in a league that's the same people every year. Everybody's committed to it. Um, I'm in a league with my cousin who lives in South Korea, and this is my third year in the league. Everybody's been the same. I think, and I think it's cool because you know, like, you get to know each other in a way, and and I don't know that you can just. It's just easy to have people to rely on. And like, I was in a league last year. I was the new guy. It was like a hundred and fifty dollar buy-in. Everybody made fun of my fucking draft. Even the uh, Yahoo gave me a D, and I won. I won like almost like over eight hundred bucks. And I was like, "Fuck you!" I D D draft grade my ass. I fucking won. Um, but now they didn't do it this year, so I was like, oh, "Okay." So the, uh, that's the probably that to me is like the most annoying thing about it. But I have some just like a random couple stats before we move on. Uh, I just want to was like curious how many people do fantasy football. And in 2019, it was like 19% of American adults, which I think is a pretty large number. Um, it was 14% in 2014. Uh, of those 19%, 50% are between the ages of 18 and 34, which makes sense to me. 81% uh, are male. And the super weird stat, 67% of the people that play are full-time employees. I, I was like, how the fuck do you find that stat? That's a, it's a funny thing to me. So like you got a bunch of unemployed people playing fantasy football. Like what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. Super random. Yeah. Those, no, that, yeah, those are, <laughs> those are like Bonham and Bailey's fucking random circus facts of fantasy football. Yeah. I was, I just stumbled upon it and I was like, Oh, this is interesting. But let me ask one, one last question. A fantasy related question. I want people to see that you actually still have the ability to help. Would you play Quintez Cephas or Terry McLaurin? Quintez Cephas against two and Terry McLaurin against two. Uh, Baltimore Lions play Baltimore and uh, Washington plays Buffalo. Uh, well, I think Jared Goff is better than. Um... I forget his name. I know who it is. The backup in Washington. So that's a plus one to Cephas. I think that both teams are going to lose. So they'll be behind, which means they're going to have to throw the ball. So that's a positive for each. I think that the Lions receiving core is still super banged up, which makes Quintez Cephas the number one option on the, for a wide receiver. Not TJ Hawkinson's their number one, but Quintez yeah, Cephas yeah. is going to be their number one from a wide receiver perspective. Baltimore's defensive backfield, I think, is still a little banged up. Yeah, they're pretty, Buff- they're pretty banged up, and they gave and up. Bu- Buffalo's back, you know, uh, defensive backfield is is definitely solid. I would start Quintez Cephas. I would assume he's going to gain more, uh, get more points. But again, like this is why I also don't play fantasy is because I I like fucking put way too much thought and logic into situations like this. And that's why last week I got my ass whooped in fan duel. Yeah. But I do the same thing that I already have Cephas in. I just was curious what you would say. Cause that was my thought process too. I'm like, well, Baltimore gave up 400 something yards to David Carr, uh, almost 400 to Mahomes. I know that Goff's not, you know, Mahomes, but he's not too far from maybe what Carr could do. But 
with Buffalo's back, you know, their, their backfield is amazing. The defensive backfield. So, uh, I, you know, I put that same thought, but most people would say, well, who's better. And then they just play the better person. So, but um, yeah, I got a, I got, I, what is ESPN or whatever you use? Um, what does it rank? Or like how many p- projected points for each so, player? So Cephas is projected for like 10 points something. And, um, Terry McLaurin's projected for 15 points something. Oh, yeah. So I it's so according to them, it's not that close. But at the same time, Buffalo has the ninth best defense against the pass, and Baltimore has the twenty fourth worst defense against the pass. So I said, well, the the opportunity take a chance. I mean, yeah. Cephas is also a Wisconsin guy, so I probably say, fuck it, let's go for it. I do think they're both going to lose, and they're both going to have to play from behind. Yeah. Um, I think Detroit fights. I mean, we saw that last week. Like, take away that and against fumble. San Fran. Yeah, they fight. So, like, they're not going to give up. And it, I don't know. I mean, I have no stake in the game, but I would, I would start Seafish mainly. I think the edge that puts him over is the the fact that he went to Wisconsin, and I was, uh, <laughs> I was always a fan of him until last week when he made a defensive made, back. I mean, it's not like they tore us up, but yeah. I mean, he did, in my opinion. I mean, that was a, yeah, he had a good game. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe one day I'll do fantasy again, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. I think I think that FanDuel thing is a is a cool thing for people um, because I think you know it gives them that ability where okay, I don't I don't have to pick any you know players, but you're still able. You know, because you can pick the same people as as the next guy. It's just whoever has the best, you know, whatever uh, ensemble of players wins. You know, so, like, you don't have to pick, you know, whoever the Packers are playing against. Like, you can pick a receiver from the other 31 teams or whatever. No, but it, 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 it severely limits you when you go into something like FanDuel and you're not willing to pick certain players, right? And it's yeah. like – it just – I did it because I had free money and I didn't, I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to enjoy Sunday <laughs> football. And then it was like, well, I'm just giving this money to FanDuel, which it was their money anyways. That's true. They gave it to me. But, yeah. but so uh, we talked a lot about ESPN lately. And obviously we talked about it somewhat, you know, on our first inaugural episode, not the official first episode, but the first episode where, you know, the – Media just came out and bashed Rodgers, you know, all off season, and then he comes back and he says, you know, a lot of that was not true. You know, he's already he's still saying it's not true. I mean, this week he called the bullshit media in his press conference, and you know, talking heads just get up there and talk because it's now how many clicks, how many this, yeah, and that's what ESPN and really any sports network has now become. It's like how can we get the most outrageous, you know, opinion on our show so that people, you know, tune in. And it's like, nobody talks about the positive stuff. It's not about, Hey, this guy did something great. It's like, Oh, this guy made one mistake in the game. And then when you really watch that clip or you watch that segment, they literally talk about that for like, eight seconds and then they talk about what they actually want to talk about. It's just to get people to view the show or view that 
And that's what ESPN now is as a whole. Like, you get Sports Center till 7 a.m. my time, right? Yeah. You then get get up until 9. And then from 9 to 11, you get first take. And then from like 11 to 2 or 11 to 1, you get Sports Center. And then which you get is, out. Which is pretty much the same shit that you saw in the morning. Yeah, but it's no longer like them coming out and just talking about the sport or like showing replays and showing awesome plays and doing that. It's not like you get people like Ryan Clark, you know, shitting on a player because he made a bad play or something to that extent. It's like now it's all just like debate stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they talk more than they fucking show plays. And it's like, well, what? I want to see Stuart Scott or the new Stuart Scott or like, you know, we talked about like when we were, when we were growing up, we'd flip on ESPN and like, all you got were the facts The this is the game. This is what happened. This is, yeah. you know, nowadays yeah, it's dude, like, I, you got to watch, you got to watch an hour of sports center to see a 30 second clip of your team. And but, it's like, but, Oh, but, thanks. But barely sometimes not even. Yeah. You don't even get all the games. It's, it's, it's so, and I know that we talked about this a lot and like, obviously, you know, things never stay the same with, with anything in life. So as you get older, things are going to change. And even, you know, for, for me, um, I wasn't really like a huge sports fan until about high school. And a large part of that was from ESPN and not just ESPN the whole, but sports center. So like sports center would be on for like three or four hours from like, I think it was like maybe four, like four or five in the morning till like eight or nine. And it would repeat. It was like an hour, an hour and a half. And it would obviously, it would repeat. But, you know, it. I would watch that before school. And I would see all the stats. I would see the highlights. But they talked about every game. You might not have saw a highlight from every game. You know, they might have said, okay, these, you know, say the NBA had seven games on on a Tuesday. They would show you the stats for all seven games, but they might show you highlights for two or three of the games. It, you know, so it's not yeah, you but... didn't get highlight from every game. But you saw the score and you saw the stats and they meant, you know, they talked about it. They say, oh, yeah, okay, the Nets, you know, the Nets played the Mavericks and this was the score. This was, you know, so maybe you didn't see the highlight, but they at least, you know, like acknowledged it. And now... Like, you have to read the bottom line, and the bottom line doesn't always tell you as much information. You'll see the score, but you'll see maybe, okay, that guy had, like, okay, for instance, the Lakers, right? Say the Lakers had a, had a, a uh, I'm trying to think of a, LeBron would be up there, right, on the bottom line, on that stat line or whatever. If he had 12 points, his name would show up with 12 points, but if Kuzma had, 25 it might not even show that because no because in their mind they're like well nobody fucking cares if kuzma had 25 points they want to know what lebron had so even though he wasn't the highest point getter on the bottom line his name is going to be there with 12 points whereas before back in the 2000s you know like late 90s early 2000s you would see at least three or four guys stats from the team and i think that like they've strayed away so far from reporting the stats and highlights because that's I feel like that's what people really loved about sports like you want to see the highlights you want to see the scores 
you want to see the stats. And like, even in high school, they used to call me like the stat boy because they would talk about a game and be like, oh yeah, like Tim Duncan had like 20 points. And I'd say, well, no, he actually had 28 points, 13 boards. Um, and, you know, Ginobili had this, like, I knew all that shit because it was on Sports Center. But that was what sports, that's what ESPN's supposed to be, right? It's the yeah. sports, it's the premier sports network. Like, I don't want to hear, and don't, I, I'm actually a Stephen A fan, so I know a lot of people aren't. I enjoy him. But He's, it's entertainment, right? He's entertaining. He does but I don't want to hear you bitch about Aaron Rodgers' demeanor on the sideline for fucking 45 minutes. Like, you aren't him. You don't yeah. know. Like, you don't. Maybe his demeanor is shitty on the sideline for the last five minutes of the game because we're down fucking 38 to 30, dude. Like, my demeanor <laughs> would be shitty. What do you want him to do? Be over there and laughing with Devontae? Like, no, I don't I don't want him laughing with Devontae, right? Like, well, as and, a f- and it doesn't matter because if he was laughing, oh, that – that's how you know Rogers is checked out. He doesn't exactly. want to He doesn't even care that they're losing. He's laughing on the sidelines. Like, you know, would, and that's what that's what ESPN is now. It's yeah, that exactly. shit. I would be it's, willing to bet that all the topics for the rest of the week on get up or first take or whatever are already picked and it doesn't matter what the fuck happens today anyways. Right? Yeah. Because Brady Brady against Stafford and, and the Rams, right? That's gonna be what they talk about tomorrow. Tuesday, Wednesday, and maybe Wednesday. Wednesday is when they transition to kind of what's coming up for the weekend. But you're going to hear probably two, three days of Brady. Well, and let's let's be honest. We hear every day Brady, right? Every day is Brady during basketball season. Every day is LeBron. Um, I don't know. Baseball doesn't get too much. Uh, I mean, they get Not yet. It'll get, it'll hype, get... But, but there's nobody, you know – uh, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty mixed. There's no like one guy that you're always hearing about. Maybe there's a team you're always hearing about the Dodgers or the Yankees, shit like that. But I, I think it's just it's it's all hot takes and clickbait now. Like, but that's what that's what gets people now. That's what people want. Not me exactly. personally. You know, exactly. It obviously yeah. evolves for a reason. It's not people because... want the drama. People want yeah. the 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 next story, even if it's not even based on fact, right? Like we heard for two weeks how Aaron Rodgers was checked out because we got smoked by the Saints, and obviously, yes, to all the listeners, like I use the Packers as examples when it's negative because that's what I pay the most attention to, and it does bother me a little bit. But part of me is like, dude, you don't know. Like you're not in the organization. You have. Adam Schefter, who's a fucking clown, or you have the other dude who's who doesn't like Rodgers at all, and you use these as as examples of fact, and I it's it's not it's conjecture, it's bullshit, it's to get someone to to tune into your stupid ass show because honestly, people don't watch TV that much anymore. Like yeah. nobody flips on. ESPN at nine in the morning to watch first take when they can see it on their phone. They can just see the, the, the highlights, if you will, on their phone later and they can watch whatever Netflix show they want to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People, people as a whole just don't watch cable TV. Most people don't even have cable TV anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing of the past. Well, I have like a, like a package that gives me like a handful of channels. That's it. Cause I don't really, you know, everything else is Hulu or Netflix. And I guess, you know, like, it, it's, it's, they had to evolve, right? Times are changing. 
People don't watch TV the same way anymore. Um, even like we talked about last week, people don't listen to music the same way anymore. So you do, you have to keep up and I get it. Like I understand, but I think when I think of ESPN, I think of fucking hours of highlights and stats. Like I don't remember all these one-off, like, um, you know, like they always had an NFL show. I, I do remember that where they would talk about, but they would show them highlights. They would show the stats, the scores on that. So like you Every show was, you know, giving you more more information and less like film. rumor and yeah, uh, like this like, guy, this guy took a shit in a public bathroom. Yeah, like and... you didn't. It was it was it was sports related. Obviously, big things, you know, got more attention. Uh, but for the majority, for, and maybe this is one of those things too, where you talked about how we just think we remember something a certain way. And it's really not that way, but I guarantee you, it is. It's not the same anymore. It I, you can watch Sports Center now, and they would talk more about, like you said, Rogers' demeanor on the sidelines, and you might not even know the score of the game. Yeah, and that. But that's the thing, though. Like we say, there's not enough Sports Center on ESPN, and I still think there is a good amount of Sports Center, but they're not the Sports Center that we were used to going up isn't what it is now right there's still no. there's a lot of opinion based it's like oh let's let's uh you know the nighttime sports center you go oh well Stephen a had to say this why are you showing me what somebody on another show had to say about a game that was played yesterday or two days ago instead of showing <laughs> me the game instead of yeah. showing me the game you know it's like i like, don't I give tune a f- into that show if i want to hear what he says about the game like i re- you know I, so I work from home and a lot of times I will have, I'll put the TV on ESPN and I'll just let it go. I'll, I'll watch, um, get up like like the end of get up, um, first take and then sports center. And then, um, I feel like they barely do outside the lines anymore. Like maybe that's only on like ESPN plus now or something, or maybe I just, um, turn it off by that time because I'm sick and tired of hearing the same shit fucking over and over again. But um, the only show that I, the, the shows that I liked, I like um, Jalen and Jacoby because I feel like they're like the point of their show. Um, it, it is to talk about like, like the hot takes, but I feel like they're the only person like two people that give like a more logical way of thinking about things. And like Jalen yeah. Rose will call people out. You know what I mean? So, like, I like that. And they have different guests and they have, you know, he incorporates music and all kinds of stuff into that show. So I, I like that show. And I used to, I liked Highly Questionable, which is no longer um, a show anymore. But I thought that, too, because they have a funny, you know, funny takes on things and Highly question- a little bit more entertaining. Highly Questionable was the worst show for sports on I that agree. channel. Let, let me Let me finish. <laughs> But it was my second favorite show on ESPN. I loved it because I loved the dad talking shit. And yeah. But here's the thing. It didn't belong on ESPN. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it didn't belong on ESPN. The only reason it was on ESPN is because they talked about sports every three segments. And that the guy who ran it, uh, Levitard, is a sports writer, right? Like, it, it, yeah. it, had, no, it had no reason to be on, on ESPN. Well, I, I mean, I think that the, it fits now. It fits now, but I'm saying in the in general, like generalization, it just did not belong on ESPN, right? Like 
but it's to show like it just kind of proves our point for this whole discussion about how ESPN is all about like the the yeah the the fun whatever it's like dude just show me the game yeah why don't you show me less and I use Stephen A as an example but less Stephen A's you know discussion and more post game press conferences yeah like yeah, I, I want to see and you got that you used to get all that. Yeah, you know, and it's just I mean, not maybe, the same. Again, not every game, but you got more than what you get now. Shit, you barely get anything now. They, like you said, Stephen A. For forty-five minutes, we'll talk about Rogers' demeanor. They might get Orlovsky in there, and he's talking about the same thing. And, and dude, it it literally not, like when I put the TV on, get up. They're talking about the same shit then on on first take that they're talking again on Sports Center that they're talking again on. Uh, around the horn that they're talking again on PTI that they're talking about again on Sports Center. Like, it's fucking LeBron, right? And and I know people are like, okay, you just hating on LeBron, and I'm not. This has nothing to do with LeBron. It's just the network, right? They feel oh, people want to know what LeBron is, so we're gonna talk about LeBron on every fucking segment. We're gonna talk about the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw in every segment, right? Okay, we're gonna talk about Brady on every segment, and it's like, dude. If you have this many, this these many shows, these different varieties of shows, let them fucking talk about you know all a that variety stuff. of topics. Yeah, and then leave Sports Center as what it was: stats and highlights. Because if I want to know about the drama in the NBA, I'll watch the Jump. Well, the Jump is no longer a show, but you know what I mean. If I wanted to know about stuff in the NFL, I would watch NFL. Um, what is it NFL Countdown or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, that's the purpose. To me, those are the purpose of those kind of shows. I do like, you know, shows like Around the Horn because it's cool to see, you know, like different people's perspectives on a topic. I know they don't really get a lot of time to talk about it. Um, but that's but I, that's what I like about Around the Horn. I yeah. can't, you don't get those asshats, like, for an hour talking about the same bullshit. You get 10, 15 seconds, make your point, move on. Like, yeah. that I can take, but I don't want to yeah. see first take for two, three hours. It used to be like four hours before it get up. First take was like four hours. Like, why? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I feel like, I in this, I don't know if this is going to make sense to people, but I kind of starting to relate ESPN to like the WWE, to wrestling. It's all, it's, it's more about the like social entertainment side than it is about what what the thing is supposed to be right like people watch wrestling and i used to watch wrestling as a kid i don't really i don't watch it anymore um but like to me it's more about the entertainment part like how many people will want to see like the dumbest shit as opposed to like oh that was a good wrestling match right like the two guys did a good job of making it look you know, like they're really going at it, and because I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit and be like wrestling is real. I mean, they really do the shit, right? That it's not like CGI suplex. It's a real suplex, but they're they're entertainers, and they know how to, you know, they they know how to make it look like wow, that shit looks like it really hurt. Um, but now it's not about that. It's about the entertainment part. What's gonna get people to watch and to boo and to cheer, whatever? And I think that's yeah, what the ESPN is. They they straight disagree. away from what they were, what they were supposed to be. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I think that unfortunately 
you know, there's too many of those shows. I do like and the the jump when it was there, and it'll be some, it'll be named something different here soon with Malika yeah. Andrews. And I like NFL Countdown or NFL whatever. But you know, in the past, we had NFL Countdown. I don't think it's called Countdown because that's what it is on on game day, but on Sundays. But it's something like the NFL show that's at three thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or four. But now we have it year round. Like I don't give a shit what happens in the NFL in goddamn March. Like you don't need a whole thirty minutes to talk about football in March. Like I'm sorry, you don't. Yeah. Because then you NFL get the bullshit. Live. NFL, NFL Live. Live. There you go. But then you get the bullshit. Like we got all off season about is Aaron Rodgers wiping his ass with his left hand instead of his right hand in Hawaii. Like I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. Like. So I agree with you, man. I I think that's a reason we agreed to do this segment on ESPN is because like I just wanted to go back to sports. And if you want to have a few thirty minute shows like Jalen and Jacoby and around the horn and uh, PTI, I really like PTI as much as Wilbon hates everything from Wisconsin. I <laughs> yeah. I really like Wilbon, right? I like I like his take on a lot of it. But yeah, I just I hate the multiple hours of get up and multiple hours of photo take and then this and then that. And then you're like, Oh, um, I guess we'll talk about some of the sports that happened. And you're like, yeah, that's your fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. It's, it's not what it used to be. And I think that that's the sad thing for me. It's sad because, you know, you, if you watch sports center and you can't tell me the statistics of a game, I feel like they failed us, you know, but um, yeah. I yeah, do I watch less Sports Center than I used to, right? I used to I used to joke and and I'll be I'll be done with this after after this comment, but I used to joke with friends and Jen all the time is and she would joke too. It's like, well that motherfucker really pays for cable or he pays for direct TV and he literally needs one channel. <laughs> and yeah. and they would always joke, be like, Yeah, he doesn't watch anything but ESPN and that was the truth. Now I find myself watching a lot more like criminal minds and law and order during the day when I am home, because I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear the same fucking shit from the same people over and over and over again. And guess what? This is your opinion. There's no fact in this. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Um, but yeah, we, yeah. So I'm not going to, you know, beat the dead horse. Is that what they say? Um, but we can, so we can uh, wrap this up, head up to the chopping block. Um, you want to lead off with what you got? Yeah, I'll lead it off. It's going to be a pretty quick one. I'm going to talk about the game tonight, obviously, for everyone that knows me. That's pretty much the only thing on my mind. And um, it's going to be a difficult one. I actually, you know, I hate to say it, but I think we lose tonight. I, I just hope it's close. For those of you that don't know, our starting left tackle, all pro left tackles on IR till week six. And now our backup or his backup, uh, Elton Jenkins, is out tonight with a, an ankle injury. And I think that might just be a little too much. Um, I'm interested to see how Yosh Nijman plays. I guess that's who's going to start instead of moving Billy Turner from right tackle to left tackle and then putting Dennis Kelly in who started for the Titans last year that I thought they were going to do. They're actually putting the, the young guy in at left tackle against Joey Bosa or maybe the other Bosa, whichever Bosa. Um, so I'm a little nervous about that. I hope we come out 
unscathed injury wise. I don't think it's a like a complete like there's no chance, but it's got to be a really really well called game by Matt Lafleur. Our defense is going to have to play much better than they have weeks one and two. But but what's going to come down for our offense is can Matt Lafleur get the running game going appropriately, and then like wide receiver screens, running back screens, tight end screens, anything to get those D Ford and that. Um, is someone vacuuming? Bro, my neighbor is... He's fucking leaf-blowing <laughs> right now. But I'll, so I'll wrap it up. We're going to have to do stuff to keep the you know the eye level. And, and if we go down quick, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to spiral very quickly, in my opinion. Because yeah. if we got to go one-dimensional, Aaron's not going to have the time to do what we need to do. So that's mine for today. Yeah, and, and all I got on mine is... Uh, Shout out to Bob Euchre, uh, radio play-by-play for the Brewers. Uh, celebrated as uh, the 50th year um, that he's been calling games. Fucking long-ass time. That's awesome. And uh, I had I had some more stuff, but this is annoying the fuck out of me. So I'm just going to cut it. Uh, new music, Larry June has a new album out. Check it out. Um, Mozzie also. And... Um, West Side Gun came out with Side B of, of his project from, like, last month. So check that out. I'm going to wrap it up. Leaf Blower, blow me away. Y'all have Demand, a good uh, week. Demand the myth, the legend. For all you guys that complain that our, uh, our podcasts are too long, you can thank Mr. Leaf Man. Yeah, fucking Dean. Way to go, Dean. Thanks <laughs> a lot, man. The one time your mic is probably going to fucking sound really great, Dean had to fucking come in and ruin it. Yeah, so I guess now we can talk bad about your mic. Yeah, I suppose so. It's not your right. fault, but hey, you can't you can't control it, man. Don't blame Dean. You have no one to blame but yourself, Cisco. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm out of here, man. Y'all take it easy. All right, everyone. Peace. Peace.